I'm Bobby. And I'm Nathan. And this could be a podcast. I like that one. That was nice. What is the world's population (laughs) post-COVID? I thought thought it was six and a half. I thought we were at six and a half, closing in on seven. I thought. Uh, No, I thought we were at least seven billion. I don't think so. Well, (gasps) 7.8. Really? So check one up to Bobby being right. I don't. uh, You're not going to trust worldometers.info backslash world population? You know. How dare you, sir? Is the U.S. world population clock census.gov going to be more reliable to you? Probably. It's not the first one on DuckDuckGo, so. Still, 7.7. Interesting. Yeah. Eh, I really thought. When when did that happen? When did that happen? Yeah, when did we cross over? There's one birth every nine seconds. There's one death every ten seconds. So. No, wait, wait. This is like the stock market. This is GameStop (laughs) going down. There's there's no way. Uh, U.S. population as of February 13th is 330 million people. Yeah, he's rounding up. Who? Right? Oh, no, that's as of Ju- July no. tw- uh, 1st. Where are you yeah. seeing that? Oh, that's right this here. This one right here. Look at that. It's the big one. It's the big one. Uncensored. <laughs> I was looking at the 10 most populous countries, but I didn't see it was as of July 1st, 2020. United States is number three. Number three. That's kind of surprising. It's really not. I really China and India. I mean China, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the world's tr- biggest polluters, like, though, too. China, India, and the United States Army. Those that are is, the three biggest polluters. In the this America, is the, the most world. insane thing, fucking ever. By the way, this I mean website. Uh, no, I mean census.gov pop clock. Uh, <laughs> no, look at this. China and India both have a billion more people than we do. Yeah. A billion with a fucking B. Yeah. That's insane. Did you not know this? I mean, I knew they had substantially more people, mm-hmm. but not both of them having an, an extra billion. Mm. I'd like, especially like. In a we, smaller land mass. Yeah, well, I was going to say, can we check out the land mass? Yeah. What's the land square footage, square mileage? It's probably. It's of gonna what? Be, it's going to be square of. kilometer. Let's say both India and China. I'm just. Well. Let's do square mileage. Let's see. Uh, no, just go to Wikipedia. Just go Wikipedia China. Oh, man. We're going to get through a whole little thing here. It's going to be on the side. It'll you be really a, think? Yeah, it's going to be on the side. It's usually on the side. I'm an American. Uh, I don't Wikipedia China. Oh, let's, okay, so on the side there, capital, largest city, blah, 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 blah. Uh, bum, bum, bum. 9,500 or 9,5,996. 9.6, rounding up. 9.6 square kilometers. Okay, what's India? Okay. I'm going to write this. I'm writing it down. Look, he's got a pen and paper. I got a pen. 9.6 mil kilometers squared. India, same thing. Let's go 5.3 or 3.3. 3.3 million kilometers squared and now mm-hmm. the question is united states the old us of a you think the united states is bigger or smaller what do you, what's your thoughts i think it's i want to say united states is comparable ish to china i think i'm gonna go bigger Maybe just to play devil i'm gonna go bigger i thought it was a, it's called uh, go bigger go home 3.8 
Three point eight. Oh, okay. So. Oh wait, wait. I'm sorry. Geez. That's that square miles. We we got switched up. Nine point eight. Nine point. See, nine point eight million. What was China again? Kilometers. China was nine point six. I so thought they're they're about the same size. That, I mean, they're about the same land size, mass. but a, a billion less people. Could you or, imagine a billion more motherfuckers just walking around here? Mm-hmm. That'd be no. I don't want to, but yeah, that'd be horrible. <laughs> yeah, it would be horrible. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane. Where you'd have many more. Well, I, it's China has the most uh, metropolis areas in the yeah. world. Correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and, and everything. Every city is like twice the size in New York. Like, that's correct. As far as population. Yeah. I, I, like that's even if we get a and there's list. like and there's like thirty of them. Yeah, before you get most metropolis cities in the world. Let's just see. List of the largest cities, Wikipedia. You know me, I'm a big open and new tab kind of guy. Allows me to go back and click on the article I should have in the first place. Tokyo. Tokyo. Delhi. Shanghai. Sao Paulo. Mexico City. Cairo. Mumbai. Beijing. Is that... Is that 10? Did I list 10? So we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Here, okay. 8, 9, 10. Dhaka in Bangladesh and Osaka in Japan. That's We don't even crack the top 10 with, New with York, NYC. NYC is number 11. That's uh, Mm-hmm. And the next most populous, is it? Okay, Los Angeles. It was Los Angeles or Houston, I thought. So Los Angeles yeah, coming LA. in. L.A., Chicago. And then, I thought Houston was bigger than Chicago. Uh, maybe I might. I, I would go yeah, with Chicago's there at eight point eight. Oh, I was thinking uh, the fattest. Sorry, <laughs> Houston was. I the got fattest. I got populous, most populous, populous and, and, uh, and fattest <laughs> yeah. mixed up. It's a thing. It, it happens, happens to everybody. It, it happens. happens to everybody. Um, yeah, China's got a, China's got a lot of people in a yeah. lot of big cities. Makes and sense when you look at the numbers. Houston and Dallas right next to each other. And then beautiful Toronto. Toronto. You ever hang out in Toronto? Toronto? Toronto. Toronto? Yeah. That's not how they pronounce it. That's exactly it. how they pronounce it. No, it's not. All of our Canadian listeners send a, send a <laughs> voicemail to, uh, to <laughs> Nathan. Just, yeah. Toronto? Toronto. 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 Is that it's like Quebec? Quebec? Is yeah. it pretentious if I pronounce it Quebec? Uh, in context of how uh, everything like, else you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Like if he's like poutine and then you say like Quebec. Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like rolling your R's in, <laughs> and yeah, you're like. <laughs> Don't mind me. I just can roll my R's. I'll have it on a tortilla, please. You know. <laughs> That's, yeah, then it's pretentious because then you're just like trying to flex your. <laughs> I went to Quebec. Signaling. Quebec's nice. I like Quebec. I've never been to Canada. I, wa- I want to go to Tor- Toronto. Toronto? It's, it's not Toronto. It's Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. Like Pronto. Yeah. Pronto. Except Watch for Pronto. a lot of Trailer Park Boys. That's how they oh. say it. So now I'm going to push back because I don't think that's real life. <laughs> they're really from Canada. I mean, they're really from Canada. You can't take the Canada <laughs> out of the person. <laughs> but they're not real people. And I've also been watching a lot of Nathan for you as well. So. I love Nathan for you. <laughs> that show is just so good. Yeah. I mean. But some th- some Canadian things, like you can just tell that they're Canadian. <laughs> like he just, he says sorry. And he's like. Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's an indicator. You're clearly Canadian. It's. I love that. Yeah. I love. Anytime I hear somebody drop a sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. and then it, everything's diffused. Whatever the hell you guys were arguing about, it's oh, yeah. like, Cl- I, yeah, I forgive you. Clearly, yeah. you're a Canadian. Yeah, so oh, I'm sorry. 
Toronto. Toronto. I, yeah, we. Yeah, my wife and I. We went up. Uh, we went up to Prince Edward Island for the hundredth anniversary of uh, the publication of Anne of Green Gables because she is a big fan. Okay. And yeah, so yeah, we went up to. Drove up on the U.S. side, went out to Prince Edward Island, which is an island off the coast of of uh, Newfoundland or whatever the hell it so is. So is Quebec, that's a by, is that around Buffalo? Uh, no. Or uh, that's, uh, no. Where, where I mean, it's northeastern uh, it's Canada, n- right? Uh, yeah. It's more, I don't know, like, or right, like just north of Pennsylvania, I feel like. Northeastern America, southeastern Canada. Yeah, yeah. If we will. Yeah. I think I had my Canadian, my American remember. brain on there for a second. Yeah, because yeah. no, maybe it's m- maybe it's closer to Maine. Let's look it up. Let's look it up because now I'm like having a hard time just think. Because we went to yeah, so we went to Prince Edward Island and then we went to Quebec, Montreal. Because yeah, Quebec's up by Maine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this is yeah. Just oh no! East. So that's the whole prev- province, dude. So that's the whole province. You went to Quebec, Quebec City, City which yeah. is yeah, yeah. Mm- yeah, I'm just yeah. Same general area of Canada though. Sure, we're going I mean, Eastern Canada. Quebec is Quebec. Yes. Yeah. So we went to New Prince Edward Island. That's that island thing, that island of off the coast of Nova Scotia, and mm-hmm. then that's where Charlie Park Boys is filmed, by the way. In Newfoundland. In uh, Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Right here. Not near Brunswick. Went to a nice little historic place in uh, in uh, New Brunswick. Yeah. It's yeah. So yeah, then we went to Quebec, Montreal. Toronto. That's cool. On the way back, we spent like three days in in, in uh, Quebec City. It was lovely. Stayed at uh, a, a hotel that was far too expensive. Mm. <laughs> like I don't remember. Like I think I, we paid like four hundred dollars a night or something absurd like that <laughs> when I was like twenty five. <laughs> How much was it a night? Like four hundred, three hundred, four hundred. It was. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the Chateau something something. It, it, it's I mean, literally just like Google pictures of Quebec City, mm-hmm. and it's this giant castle looking Frontenac. That's what it is. Okay, Chateau Frontenac, and uh, I turned it into a hotel. It's, I mean, it was like a. Was it worth the money? It, it was. It was extremely nice. Was but what's the? I mean, is that the most expensive hotel you've stayed in that you felt like was worth the money? <sighs> uh, was it worth? I mean, was it worth the money? Um. Yeah, it was nice. I really liked it. I mean, it, but what makes it nice though? Well, um, just like it's got a lot of history to it, just because it's like a super old. It is super old, mm-hmm. and then also it's just like the bed was so much like bigger and squishier, and the room was very nice. It wasn't dated. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. um, you know, a piece of shit. <laughs> it was a really nice room. Anyhow, okay, I, and also it was like. It's right downtown. Like well, right, awesome. it's right in the. Old, I mean, it's all old country, old town mm-hmm. stuff. So it's right there, right in the middle of it. And I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." Gotcha. I just, I mean, four hundred dollars a night for a hotel. I, I mean, I think that's how much it even three hundred dollars a night for a I hotel. Think, I th- maybe it was th- closer to three. Anyhow, still, like I had no business. <laughs> I mean, g- <laughs> but I'm like, because here's the thing, though, with like a three four hundred dollar hotel, like yeah. nothing's included. Everything else is still added on top of it. Right. So you're right. still having to buy things. You're still having to. Right. Like, not, yeah, I can. I, I get like an all inclusive situation. If you're paying three, right. four hundred dollars a night for a hotel, but everything's yeah, included. Sure. That's up to you. then, Because I love a good all inclusive hotel. But, yeah. um, you know, three to four hundred dollars just for the privilege of sleeping in the bed. Uh, it, it was a very it was I a very know. nice room. 
It was very nice. It was very plush. Everything was very nice and not like a complete piece of shit. Okay. Which is, which I, you know, I remember, yeah, I'm like, I have no business doing this, but I'm like, well, this is good. I, we kind of counted this as our honeymoon. Okay. So I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm going to splurge. Go big. I'm going to splurge just a little bit. A little bit. What'd you get? What was your favorite meal you had in Quebec City? I could not fucking tell you. Because it's Quebec as well. I, yeah, I could, I could not tell you. No? Not at all. You don't remember anything you ate in <laughs> Quebec? No. What? No. I, I cannot. I mean, we're talking. This was... I got to think here. I mean, this has been... That's ridiculous, like though. 13, Did you guys go out for a nice dinner ago? at all? See, I saved money on the hotel to go out for nice dinners. I don't remember. I remember, like, mm, just walking around. When walked around the old fort. Walked around, uh, saw some like outdoor inst- art installations. Did you have poutine? Maybe. I don't remember. I really don't. Fries and cheese curds and gravy? Yeah, no, I don't think I did, though. No, I didn't. So you didn't have poutine? No. You don't remember? What is the other thing? They make something else really good there. Hmm. I want to say it's something with like a... I remember we got a pizza once because I... Like, you went to Canada to get a pizza? And we had... Well, we just had pizza. I don't remember why. So you, yeah, but you then spend, I like I walked around like with a fucking pizza box for the rest of the night. This is why the world hates <laughs> Americans, okay? Because you go to Quebec City and then I don't you walk around with a pizza. I don't remember. I remember it being good pizza, maybe. I don't remember it being good pizza. You spend two hundred dollars on the hotel. You go out for nice dinners. That's what you do. I don't remember. And I was like, it, like I said, it's right down to. Did you spend a lot of time in the hotel? No. <laughs> Not that much. Probably should have spent more time. You wasted a lot of money. I probably did. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it was a nice hotel. So you went to uh, Montreal? Did you go? You went to Montreal and that was nice. I know I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Montreal? Yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to try. I'm yeah. not going to be pretentious and uh, try to pronounce Montreal it. was cool. I like, Mon- like, I like Montreal. Like, we hung out in their old city as well. That was- Mont City? I don't know about that. That's what they call it. I think they call it Old Town. Uh, (laughs) You can see most of it in the movie The Score, starring uh, Edward Norton and Ed Norton and Robert uh, Robert De Niro and Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah, old Marlon Brando. Yeah, like it's like that was a really lovely place. I I, I like that. And then we, I think we spent no, yeah, we spent three days in Quebec, two days in Montreal, and then like one night in Toronto. Toronto. Toronto, and I'm like, man, I could probably spend a little bit more time in Toronto. I mean, just because it's That's, like, I mean, it's like they're big. It's a big city. It's a it's, big city, and it's it's one of those things because we when we were looking at going, um, you, everyone in America thinks Canada is so north of us. Like everything is everything's above us. You know, no sure. matter where you are in America, right, right? right? Even if you get to like Minnesota, you're like, oh. Canada's still above, and it, and it there's, is. There's plenty of Canada north above, of, uh, but. The direct, like, I mean, if you look at where Toronto is compared, we're in Dubuque, it's like, Iowa. It's, a, it's like, pretty much a, du- a straight shot. Like, we're actually south of Toronto. We're just sh- south of Toronto. By maybe two hours, like, as yeah. far as. It's a little bit north of Madison. Like, I mean, Green Bay. It's probably in line mm-hmm. with Green Bay. Which, when you tell people that, they're like, no, there's yeah. no way. Oh, yeah. There's no way. And you're like, absolutely. Look yeah, at I it. mean, there's part, there are parts of Canada that are south of here in Dubuque. I yeah, mean, there there is. Yeah, which most people don't. Most people don't know. Go. I mean, it's, they don't know Dubuque and they don't know about South Canada as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but I yeah I liked our like our one night in Toronto uh, probably, and also like I remember like it's just twelve hours. It's just twelve hours. 
drive to drive Toronto. To Toronto. Yeah. So I'm like, well, maybe we could do that. I it's mean, pretty windy. Could... It's pretty windy. I mean, as far as like, I mean, you're driving around the Great Lakes and everything, but. Uh, no, I mean, I don't remember. I mean, because we came back through Detroit. Yeah. So, I mean, just go down south. Uh, yeah, bend around Chicago and then. Go to uh, south Chicago. Yeah. Wait, no, eastern Chicago. I'm sorry. There's eastern, eastern Chicago, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Not Louisiana. Paris, no, France, New York, Rome. Where is it? Because when there was a time we were on the road, we were coming up from the south. We were going to Chicago, and we were in Indiana. It's actually it's pronounced Chicago. Chicago. You're right. You're not wrong. East Chicago. But we went. We drove through East Chicago, and I was East like, Chicago. That's East Chicago, in, in Indiana. Indiana. And I was like, the fuck is this? East Chicago, Indiana. Uh, horrible little spot. Oh, I'm sure. I, so it's super weird. Oh, I was just thinking about Indiana today. My so Christine, she read a article about how the, your wife, my wife, she was re- how the Indianapolis Art Museum, like, was putting a call for like a a new director or a curator or something. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we want to get somebody who's like looking to, you know, attract new clientele and you know, you know, diverse and interesting, but also serving our traditional white patrons. <laughs> Really, and said tradition, said traditional white. <laughs> well, it's Indianapolis. I mean, so I'm like, you know what? I've never really fucking thought about it. We drove through Indianapolis on mm-hmm. the way down to uh, Knoxville, mm-hmm. but that's about it. I don't, I don't think I've ever put any thought into Indiana. Uh, and I'm like, well, that's just. I'm sure that's just like everybody else. Indiana's a we- a weird, uh, weird nut, basically. It's, yeah, it's it's a. I mean, we, I spent a little time in Indianapolis over, we went to, when I was in high school, we went to, what was, and what was a, a, a basically like a Catholic, a Catholic conference? Oh, like a, the, the National Catholic Youth Conference? Yeah, NYCC. Yeah. All right. So, and, yeah. so my girlfriend at the time uh, wanted me to go, so I was like, sure, whatever, because yeah. she was my girlfriend, so I, I went. Yeah, sure. And, and you get out of town. Get out of town, yeah. And so we got like a we got a hotel room with uh, my do buddies a, and everything. Do a bus trip. Not Catholic at all. Had really no business being there. It was <laughs> fucking weird. But uh, funny story though, we we got there and a couple of my buddies and I were really big into pro wrestling. So they give oh. they give four four like high school kids uh, a hotel room, and within. God. In minutes of getting into the room, all we decided to do is start jumping from bed to bed, giving like uh, you know ran- Macho Man Randy Savage yeah. elbows to each uh, you know each bed, and we we're doing this for about fifteen minutes of getting into the <laughs> hotel room, and then I I deliver one that's just it's the death blow that it's the finishing move, yeah, and the bed just goes kung, kung, and falls down, Ugh. and we're like fuck, we just broke the bed like fifteen minutes, like literally fifteen, 15 minutes, minutes into geez. it into this trip, and we're like, well, how? Do we not get in trouble with this? Fuck. So we we lift up the bed and it, the, the the bed frame, like the thing holding up the bed yeah. itself, was literally made out of like particle board. Like yeah. oh, it was yeah. just it was Yes, of course. It wasn't meant to be jumped on and giving flying yes. elbows. Yeah. Just FYI. FYI. In case you were wondering. Um not a three hundred night hotel. <laughs> but uh so it's a clarion and in suites. We were uh so again, this is the first like half hour we're in the room and there's uh chaperones that are coming through and like checking on and making sure everything's Ugh. okay and everything like that and so we uh we were able to prop up the bed 
with uh, the pro- uh, the particle board, we were able to prop it up and then just have the bed stay there. Like it just stayed in place. And we're Don't like, touch it. we all agreed. We're like, nobody sit on that bed. Nobody touch that bed. Nobody do anything. Okay. And we, so we're there the weekend. This is a, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We leave on Sunday. And so I, we're, we're, we're like sleeping on the floor because, yeah. you know, only, you know, a couple guys can sleep in the bed, you know, and that's it. And so uh, we make it through and. Like when the chaperones come in to like kind of check out the room and everything like that, we just are all like making sure they don't go anywhere near the bed. No one sits on the bed. No one yeah. touches the bed. And uh, we make it through all the way to Sunday. And uh, so three of us, there were four people in the room. Three of us go to the NICC and then one person's left over and a group of girls come into the room to like, oh. to just well, like just hang, hang out. out. They're just yeah. going to hang out. Yeah. right? And this, this one girl sat on the bed. And my buddy didn't have a chance to say, don't do that. Yeah. So she sat on the bed and it collapses. <laughs> all right. This is a high school girl. Yeah. All right. Think of all the problems. What high did school. you do? And that's exactly what he said. <laughs> oh, He's like, what did you do? Oh, my God. What did you do? It's like. Sandra, Sandra just sat on the bed and it broke. <laughs> and it broke. Must be a shadily bit bed, right, Sandra? It's not your fault. It's not a weight thing. <laughs> I promise. So we. We uh, we're at the conference, and he he comes back and tells us a story, and we're like, "So did you? Like, what did you do?" He's like, "I just went with it. I just <laughs> went with it. I just said, like, oh my god, what? And like, she thinks she did it, and I'm like, we, oh my god, we can't. Like, we gotta. Well, you gotta wait. We got, <laughs> you gotta sit on there. You gotta give that a week. Well, we get have, out of town. We were we were the, the Catholic guilt was taking over. Aww. So so we we well because it was a situation of like you know who's gonna take care of the bed and everything like that. There was a uh, um. you know. Yeah. damages to the room basically so we came we came forward and said no we did and the chaperones were very cool and apparently one of the chaperones we had like lit a hotel room on fire when she was in high school like oh. with a blow dryer Jeez. and had a relatable story and for some reason we couldn't get out but like, it was almost a perfectly executed plan from <laughs> you know from the time we broke the bed and if only he would have come to the conference with us chances are we got away with it for you know scot-free oh yeah but I could just, I wish I was in the room when she sat on the bed and it broke. And he's like, oh my God, what did you do? What happened? That's so funny. Giving her just complexes for the rest of her life. I love a good school trip. I, I, like I, that mean, was, I mean, yeah, we, went down, to, we yeah. went down to Disney World when I was a junior in high school. That was great. Go on. It was, it was we, a lot of, I mean. We went to Disney World when. You went, I, think you went, I think you went like the year after we, I went. That, that's what I've sussed out for That's my what wife. you've sussed out? Yeah, yeah, I think we were sophomores. You were... S- mm. We would have... Yeah, you were sophomores. Right, because yeah. there's two years between the two of us. So, um, yeah, it was it was nice. I you know, had a you know, great... Uh, this I is only all pre-9-11, by the this way. This is all pre-9-11. So they, they just let kids just like go off into Disney World. My, right? Yeah. I mean, well, was yeah, that your experience? Oh, pretty much. Uh, there was a lot of kids. So we, every day we got dropped off at Epcot. Which I fucking hated. Yeah, gotta gotta take the train. And it's like, all right, we gotta like, you know, we, hey, we gotta park hopper passes, guys. We can go wherever the hell we want. Mm-hmm. And having never been to Disney World, I just sounded like a really smart person. And they're like, no, it's all about the no, confidence. We got dropped off here. We have to stay here. I'm like, no, we don't. We can go wherever the fuck we want. We don't have to be anywhere. We just gotta be back. Uh, back by this time. <laughs> gotta be back by this time. And one time it was it was pretty close. We were cutting it kind of close and. We were like, I'm like, I'm going down like Splash Mountain and the fireworks are going off. I'm like, 
we're supposed to be over at Epcot, like <laughs> right now. I'm enjoying the shit out of space, uh, Splash Mountain, right? But <laughs> no one ever talks about what 9/11 changed. I don't think they let kids just go off and be like, "Be back here at five. I don't know. I'm kind of because there's getting no cell phones. No, there's oh no. I mean, you're relying on someone having a wristwatch, right? Did you have a wristwatch at this time? I did. You did. I, I you wore, were the kid I, that I, everyone, I wore a watch. You were the kid that people would ask, "What time is it?" Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I well, think I mean, we all wore watches. I thought. I don't know. I know that's a good question. No, we had a friend that would wear a watch and be like, yeah, "What time wore, is it?" I wore okay. a watch for most of my adolescence. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, but so anyways, you were the friend that had the wristwatch. So we we decided that the fastest way to get back to Epcot was take a ferry, and so we're rushing, we're rushing, we're rushing. You know, there's like ten of us, mm-hmm. and we get to the ferry line, and it's fucking like a mile long, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Fuck." Uh, <laughs> So and this is to get a, a, to, a bus back to the hotel, right? No, no. This or, is to get to go back to no, Epcot. No, no, no. I'm saying you're trying yeah, to get back yeah. to the group to go back to the yes, hotel. Otherwise, yes. you're Otherwise, stranded. Right. Okay. And uh, yeah, so a gal went over to talk to security. Listen, we are in deep trouble. We got totally lost part of the time. Mm-hmm. We've got like 10 people here. Is there any way that we can get on the next ferry? And the guy's like, um... Yeah, hold on. You have to follow me going this way, though, because if I just cut you guys right up the middle, it'll be like throwing a puppy in a Marilyn Manson concert. <laughs> Literally, that's <laughs> literally that's what the guy said. What an analogy! <laughs> Ooh, just the imagery alone. That poor puppy, <laughs> right? Ooh. Uh, so yeah, then we got on the assuming you'd be like raped and torn apart, or like I mean, just, I, uh, just a f- I'm pandemonium, just going uh just. <laughs> Two like four children were raped and murdered at a <laughs> Epcot today when they were trying to get onto a ferry. Right. Bystanders said it sounded like or looked like a puppy being tossed into a Marilyn Manson concert. <laughs> That's exactly how the news report would go. Exactly. Yeah, but we we got back. One kid stole a bunch of shit though. Yeah, was, yeah, and it was weird because from like souvenir shops. Yeah, like just in debt, and they're like, okay, somebody has stolen some items. We don't know. We're not going to say who it is, but pass around this bag. We're going to leave the bus and put whatever you stole back in the bag. Aren't those like shitty tactics? I, I mean, did I, it work? I don't know. I, I think so. I don't remember. Because that's, that's assuming you have. I mean, was it over the course of many days or was it just no, one day? No, I think day? it was that one day. So he had all of the things on the on his person? Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I there was a girl I was uh, seeing in college, and I found out that she was a, a klepto, right? That's yeah, what sure. it is. She a was kleptomaniac. A klepto. Yeah, yes. and uh, it it was so weird because it was into it was a few like weeks in before, and it was a few weeks into finding out that she was a klepto, and realizing that retroactively I was the accessory, and like her just being there and stealing shit. Oh, geez. and I'm like, what the fuck is like. This information would have been helpful, like when you're doing it, not just like, right. "Hey, I just, I just robbed this from that person." I'm like, um, "Um, well, fuck, I was there, damn it!" And if they're not going to believe me, they'll be like, oh, "I didn't know anything." Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. But a club, I mean, they just want to see if they can get away with it, which it, it's an odd, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, a mania? Is it a? What is I mean, it's. I, I mean, a kleptomaniac. I mean, would it be is, a form of mania. It is a. It's a form. It is a mental illness mm-hmm. that people do need serious help with. Yeah, it's a, a cry for help to see if they can get away with it. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, then it's just. I mean, it's it's a rush. Have you ever stolen anything? Probably the most I've was like in high school. Just so 
Statute the, of limitations. The gas passed. station was ran by high schoolers. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, like, by, like, 6 o'clock, all the adults mm-hmm. were gone of this gas station. Mm-hmm. It was a local gas station. Wasn't a, this is a w- bad move for anybody. Was it, I mean, it was, wasn't a corporate. I mean, it was just mom and pop. Mm-hmm. Um, Most gas stations are. Yeah. Well, no. Casey's aren't run mom and pop. Oh, I'm just Most saying. gas stations are, in, in like, individually owned. But sure. anyway. Anyhow. It was, yeah, so we would just, like, go drink, get a half gallon of chocolate milk and just sit and just BS and just not get up and pay for it. Mm. And just, you know. But, like, like stealing something. Have you ever. Like, st- just pocketed it? Yeah, no. just pocketed and walked away? No. Hmm. No. I, nope. s- I stole a pencil sharpener from cost cutters when I was probably, like, 10 years old. Oh. It was the weirdest fucking thing for me to steal. You and just it, saw us, you just saw it and like it was I need to have that. Yeah, it wasn't some, something that we're selling at all. Yeah. I was getting my hair cut. It was a pencil sharpener. And I felt so bad about it. I was just like and I want to say like cuz it was in the mall. So I, oh. I I I stole it. I don't even know if it's technically I t- I took it, I guess. Yeah, cuz it's mean, a pencil sharpener. Yeah. I felt so bad about it. I just like placed it in the mall somewhere randomly. <laughs> it was <laughs> like I just I don't need this. It was like the shittiest crime ever. <laughs> How old were you? I was like 10. Like 10. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh man, I have no idea why I want to take this, but here I'm going to take it. And then like five minutes later, oh, I regret doing this. I'm going to just place it here. So it's I, I want to feel like like cost cutters. Someone at cost cutters was like, what the fuck happened to our pencil sharpener? And the security guard like found it. He's like, I found a, like a pencil sharpener. In was like, it a nice pencil sharpener? I mean, it was like a little, like one of those little handheld pencil sharpeners. I, I would say yes, I guess. I mean, chrome, but. Oh, it was chrome. Sure. but Was it? Yeah, if I remember correctly. It was I mean, made it was out of metal. It was made out of metal. It was not a plastic pencil sharpener. Where did the shavings go? Did it have like a separate little I never container? sharpened a pencil with it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get that far. I didn't get that far. I couldn't finish the job. That's yeah. the only thing I'm, I'm I, I. I thought about stealing a candy bar once, mm. and again, I couldn't go through with it. Right. Th- but those those are my two times where I was like, I gotta maybe I want to do this, and then never did it. I did. I totally forgot. No. Oh, I got gotcha. you. In college. This is why I'd be a great attorney. <laughs> in, in Look, we've all done things wrong. <laughs> like I've done. I've murdered somebody. Just tell <laughs> me about like any time you've murdered, murdered somebody. In college, it was a I was drunk at a house party, and I was sitting there chatting it up with some girl. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, and she's like, I don't know. She's like, I just feel like taking something. Like, maybe that box is cereal. You like, said that? or No, she, she said, did. Okay. She did. So we ran into <laughs> kleptos in college. Okay. <laughs> and, kleptos know, in college. Uh, Title. <laughs> anyway, go on. So sorry. I'm just sitting there just chatting. And I'm like, she's like, I'm like, I don't know. I think I'd rather take. Why do they have a gallon can of minestrone soup? <laughs> a gallon can of minestrone? <laughs> a fucking gallon can of minestrone. Is that a house party? Like a, <laughs> yeah, a college house party. Is it like a frat house? No, just, just dudes. dudes living there? Yeah. Okay, someone's mom went to Costco. Yeah, and just uh, it was a gallon can of soup. And I just thought- Of minestrone. Of minestrone. A and quality I thought soup. Was, a quality and soup. And I'm like, that is the- That's absurd. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna- Yeah. Wearing like a hoodie and- Okay. Yeah. And then I like I set it out on the back door and then like shoved it in my hoodie pocket and ripped it and walked it home. Did you eat it? Nope. What'd you do with it? Uh, made a short video about it. What do you mean? Uh, I made a like a short uh, 
movie about how a guy like took a can of soup home uh, as a one night stand and like had okay a sex affair with the can of with the can of can of minestrone soup. Wow, you were yeah. ahead of your time. Yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, and uh, yeah, and then like you know, oh, this is just a one-time thing. Yeah, I totally get it. And then he's just racked with like desire for <laughs> and, and and loneliness. Yeah, and he said he you know, he's always gonna miss her. Always gonna appreciate that one-night stand with her. <laughs> it's just it was a really good friend of ours. Wait, 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 what's up? wait. <laughs> Play and he Can just and he's just sitting there like okay, just act like you're having a conversation with this can of soup. Was was the can of soup opened after the one no, night stand? No. Oh, that would have been good. He did, He did like, during the sex scene part, like, rip the label off with his teeth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just think it'd be great, like, coming back from the one night stand. You guys are yeah. in the bed, you know, laying back. I mean, we did. And then the can just open, like, the can uh, open, is yeah. opened up. Like, yeah. But, but I wasn't there, so yeah, no, I couldn't give my artistic I mean, it was interpretation. Okay. It was an all right. That's little, a good bit. It was a nice little short, because I'm like... Because I did, was racked with guilt, like after stealing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to make art out of this, uh, should I just like take it back? <laughs> That'd be another fun video, though. And that's where, like, part of it is like, hey, uh, I'm sorry, we had a really good time, and that was kind of the genesis of. That seems like it'd be a like a lore passed down from one generation to another in a college. Like, it's it's tradition to steal this gallon of minestrone <laughs> and then return it at a later date to another party. It's just. It's the same can of minestrone. I wonder if my friend still has it. I wonder if my buddy still has it. I think he might. You never opened up the can of minestrone? No. It's well past his best by date by now. You'd be surprised. I mean. Um, no, we're talking. We're talking almost 20 years now. So when we were living in Colorado, we were uh, we were staying at a friend's grandpa's house. And it was long story as to why we ended up staying at our friend's grandpa's house. But. We weren't on the road. We were on the road a lot. We were staying in Colorado very little. So um, basically we became like kind of caretakers a little bit, you know, help them make food instead of like eating, you know, a hungry man dinner or something like that. Sure. You cook them actual, actual food. food. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he had a bomb shelter in his house. Oh, and really? it was very not upkept. Like it, there was, Just, it was so old. Like there were so many things and it was like, you just need someone, someone has not seen this in like 15, 20 years yeah. and no one's cleaned it in more than that. Um, you got to rotate that food out. Whew. So he, he would go through, like he would go down, like when he would want to cook dinner mm-hmm. and he would go down and he would pick stuff out and I shit you not. I mean, there was stuff from the seventies, eighties, early nineties and like molded over like pickled food and everything Ugh. like that. I mean, it was... It was a legit bomb shelter. I mean, there was a, there was at a time there was well preparation. Like I mean, there was a good amount of preparation done. Interesting. Um, I've always wanted to be that guy. He he was that guy for a time and then neglected it for many decades. But yeah. um, he would still go down there and man, he never got sick. I'm like, and it it was you're gonna get botulism, man. That's. I mean, he lived. He he died at 95. So oh, so was it from botulism? Not from botulism. Did you clear out his? Did you say you need to get rid of all of this? Food? We cleaned, uh, we cleaned the basement at one point, and he was very upset that we cleaned the basement. Like, what's got, gonna happen when the nukes go off? Well, we got, no, we like got rid of like old cardboard boxes that were like waterlogged and everything, and just yeah. just put things else. It's a typical like old person that's, thing. I mean, like, you a... move something on him, and you're yeah. like, but basically, I mean, it was 
it was a hoarder's den, basically. Yeah. Like you were, it yeah, was. That's a hoard. That's hoarding. You go down. down, you go downstairs, and they're like, you can't walk in unless you walk in like this certain that's aisle. That's a problem. And so that's we, a problem. Yeah. So we took we took a, a couple weekends to like totally clear out Just, everything ugh. and organize. Didn't throw anything like anything of value, like any pictures in with <laughs> that. No, I mean, yeah. All we literally just threw boxes, Garden. rubbish, rubbish. Yeah, things that were like this is a old coat hanger, and. I gotta use that. Exactly. That um, was the response. Because when we showed it, it was it was like, "Hey, he's gonna really appreciate this." Like we clean, like you can walk around your basement now. This is great. And we showed it to him. He's like, "Oh, I mean, like where where is everything? I mean, like like did you what did you throw out?" And like we we literally have everything we're throwing out right here. Here it is. It's, it's a giant pile. Yeah, you can see it right now. And he just was not. He was not having it. Didn't like, like the idea. Uh, I, uh, I mean, listen, you have people going through your shit. That's. Not, That's a little bit off-putting. Not even going through your shit. Just like, hey, this is a, you know, this is an old cardboard box that's wet. Right. You, do you I know. This? I know. There's there's photos in here. There's like an album of photos in here. I'm not going to go through those. I'm going to set this over here yeah. in a pile and not look at anything. Here you go. Boom. If you want to go through them, here they are. They're right there. Right. But the box itself is that's garbage. It's garbage, and, and it's going to cause black mold. Yeah, and then it's going to be bad. So. We're gonna throw that away, but you can keep the photos. And we didn't go through anything, you know. Right. Um, so he no. was appreciative over time, but it was also like it's a shock. It was a shock. It yeah. was a shock. Would you want to have a bomb shelter? Oh yeah. Oh god yeah. I think it's just one of those things. I mean, we kind of have a little. We have a little uh, uh, cabinet back in our basement and everything like that, where we just keep canned goods and everything. It's a like our bomb shelter starter. Yeah. You know. But yeah, it's nice to have. How many days of food in there do you get? Hmm. I'd like to think we can make it a couple months. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've got to ration a little bit, but... Right. Yeah. I what we're really missing is a generator. That That's the the trick. Mm, you know? Yeah. I mean, generators... My thing with generators is that it's just... It's a lot. It's a to, lot. It's a, I mean, to... When I buy a generator, you'll know I'll be serious. That's when... Well, like my thing is, I wouldn't want to have it. Um, I wouldn't want to have it running, you know, depending on the situation. Yeah, you know, um, as of right now. Well, it depends on what apocalypse. Yeah, you're dealing with. As of right, right now, I don't have a need to have constant power. Mm-hmm. If we were without power, that'd be I'd be, have a problem. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem. I think I don't have any medical needs that need to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, constant power. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, other than just refrigeration, but you know that's something we can just you can deal with. That. We can deal with that. Yeah. We can deal without having refrigeration. So, and then you just gotta have gas on hand, and you gotta have like it, when your gas runs out, you gotta go get gas. Yeah. Or if you got enough gas on hand, you gotta like people coming wanting to borrow gas from you. Yeah. Well, or people knowing that you can generate power. Right. Yeah. That's well, and that's where seclusion comes into to play because again, I'd be much more willing to yeah. have a generator or like deal with the. It's all dealing with what the apocalyptic situation is. If there's a massive like grid failure, and everyone doesn't have power, versus like, I don't know, the collapse of the economy and there's people starving without food. Yeah, I, those are two different things. Those are two different things. And one's going to, I think, like the lack of food is going to create more violence than just like, hey, we don't have power right now, you know? Uh, Right. So me having a generator in that lack of power situation 
would be a little more like I I don't feel like anyone's going to come and try to take my shit versus right. like if the, if people don't have food or can't afford food right. then my I don't, then I don't really want to like display my generator and be like hey, exactly I got a generator and I'm cooking exactly. you know hot uh, franken beans over here see I'd just get a propane I mean I should probably just get another propane tank if I really wanted to should sure I think that's probably well how are you going to charge your iPhone I don't need an iPhone <laughs> if you say that, but this if, episode's brought to you by Apple. <laughs> if the world's gone to shit, I, you know, having a, a pl- charged phone is... I mean, I've thought about having a charged phone. Oh, wait, wait. Is that a movie idea? <laughs> the world's gone to... The, the world's like gone to shit. Yes. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic. Apocalypse. Work, but like the cell networks are still up for a, like a, a, a select few, and it's their responsibility to restore humanity, and everything's just a giant commercial for Apple. Apple. Ugh. Could you get that movie made? There was a shitty, I say shitty, I didn't like it. There was a book. I think you just glossed over a million dollar idea. I, I but think anyway. it was called, I want to say it was called Feed. Um, I'm trying to remember. It was a little bit YA, a young adult, uh-huh. um, about a, um, a zombie apocalypse and how ever, like, uh, a lot of people make money as uh, streaming themselves killing zombies and and going out on the net and... You know, here I am. I'm out, you know, scavenging and look at me. Check me out. Like the Internet was still like a big part of the post and like people being famous for mm-hmm. killing zombies. And I didn't like it at all. No, I want more. I want a more serious approach to this movie. Yeah. I want a more uh, serious take on this Internet or like the cell networks existing. I read that book and then immediately turned around and read uh, The Boy on the Bridge which is kind of a prequel to The Girl with All the Gifts. Uh, you lost <laughs> me on both of them. Uh, I mean, they're both zombie. So that's it's a zombie thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, But it's like, it, they're good. <laughs> like okay. uh, The Girl with All the Gifts was made into a movie. Um, Not The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. No. Um, but it's really interesting. It's about like children. Um, so for some reason, like children... Like if you were pregnant and you got bit by a zombie, okay, uh, your, your kid, your kid would just be fine. Like, if, like that's against his normal zombie folklore, by the way. I mean, if they'd be like half, it'd be half breed, kind of a situation. What's a half breed zombie situation look like? So where like if they smell you, they're living human, they're living people. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they smell you, they go kind of into a frantic state and just. Just can't wait to fucking just rip you apart and will rip you apart and just fucking just tear you apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're just alone by themselves or and I really liked this part of uh, the girl with all the gifts. If you're wearing scent blocker, like put cream all over yourself mm-hmm. so you don't smell as bad. smell as much. Gotcha. Um, you can just sit there and they'll just sit there and have a fucking conversation with you. And, okay. <laughs> and just so it was about. Uh, it was like a last research facility. Uh, the girl with all the gifts is a, a last research facility trying to understand, you know, these kids and doing medical experiments with them mm-hmm. on, on kind of not on the side, but trying to figure out exactly, wh- you know, they are acting normal. How, what can we do to unlock and cure people, cure humanity? Gotcha. But boy with all the boy on the bridge was about just kind of like the early stages of that. People trying to figure out zombies. The scent blocker thing. Uh, it's fucking great. Well, that reminds me. Uh, so we were, uh, my wife and I, we were watching Rambo First Blood Part 2 last night. 
So, oh yeah, my wife surprised just, me just walking down the line. You no, know, my wife surprised me. Uh, was way more into First Blood than I thought she was going to be. But yeah. in retrospect, she's a makes, big Brian Dennehy fan, though. But, I mean, she does have posters, Aren't but we all? I mean. <laughs> She's got a big poster of Brian Denny. But I, I still thought that, like, maybe this is too much. You know, <laughs> Brian Denny, he has the bad guy. I mean, we don't like that, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, so we were watching it, though. We were watching First Blood Part 2. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene, and this is where this ties in with scent the, the scent blocking You know, there's a scene where he's killing off the Viet Cong and Russian army. Like you do. Like you do. Like Rambo does. But he is, uh, he's. It's just a little, it's a tiny little scene, but he's all caked in mud mm-hmm. up against the, the side of the wall. And yeah. then it, you see his eye open up and then it's his pupil. Yeah. And then he emerges from it and kills a guy caked in mud. And it reminded me of the Predator scene uh, oh, yeah. where you yeah. know Arnold Schwarzenegger does the same thing. And I'm like, well, clearly Predator stole that from Rambo. I mean, it, it, I mean we're talking like maybe a 10 second scene in Rambo and they made it into a, a whole like little part of predator right i mean that was a and big part of him you know blocking figuring out, figuring out uh heat sink i mean his uh yeah heat seeking that's heat seeking but heat seeing yeah like thermovision thermovision yeah. i think is yeah, yeah the best way to put it but like it is it, it like took this little idea yeah in this i mean the the makeup alone to like make him sure. into mud on, up against a wall just to have his eye open it's tremendous amount of, yeah. of good action movie making but i was like how much like how much did people steal from like Rambo or and I, I started looking up like action movies basically that was like when when was this style of action movie popularized you know and because hmm. because again like it's easy to think about like all the action movies we've experienced in our lives because we've kind of lived through right. them and they're, we've had right. derivative action movies and you see them at different points in time but like you know when you're looking at something like First Blood um that kind of it, it, when did when did Commando come out? I feel like I mean Commando is also like in that same realm uh, over just like over the top. So First Blood came out in 1982, right? And um, so 1985. 85 was so Commando. What I what I found out through the research was uh, Rambo or First Blood. Sorry, First Blood. Okay. Uh, the first Indiana Jones movie. And 48 Hours all came out in 1982. 82. All right. So, all right. and I didn't know 48 Hours was considered the first buddy cop movie. Really? Right. Really? So, in 1982, you had all these movies come out. Okay. And from, again, what a, the short amount that I looked at it, that. When did Lethal Weapon come out? Lethal Weapon was, was that later on. Or 83. So. Lethal Weapons. No. <laughs> Hope you're 87. Fuck off. Really? Yeah. So again, like what your first, you know, you and I, our first interactions with an action movie like this. Sure. It's usually like the second, maybe third generation of the action movie that it was inspired by because so we were watching. So we were watching first blood part two Mm -hmm. and there's a helicopter battle scene and my wife brought up broken arrow like there's oh. an exact scene like that in broken arrow in the movie oh, broken arrow having like, never seen broken arrow having never seen it so like it's the movie we're going to be we're going to be featuring for the february 25th anniversary yeah of it's going to be our film. next movie it's going to be our next movie night so but I'm, I'm wondering how many movies how many action movies are just 
you know, st- not stealing, but like taking yeah. exact parts from bits it. Bits and, and pieces. Oh, yeah. Bits and pieces. Because it's really interesting to s- see when it started. Because when you, I mean, the, the net of a what what is an action movie is a pretty mm. wide net. I mean, sure, sure. The, if Rambo is the same as, uh, I forget what even they consider the first action movie. Hmm. Because it's literally like just actions happening in a movie. I mean. Oh, well, that's not. Uh, just. Uh, maybe a wiki action genre. Well, this came right up on my phone. Well, that's because. I was using DuckDuckGo as well. So shut the fuck up. Action <laughs> film. I'm curious. Yeah. So we go. What uh, The Great Train, train Robbery. robbery. Okay. So, if the Great Train Robbery and First Blood are both considered action films, I mean that's a pretty wide range right. that we're dealing with here. Right. So we're kind of we're trying to like, like, uh, bring them together a little bit, try to tie it in a little bit. Because I mean, you would say that uh, the swashbuckling. Uh, what? Go back up. What did it say? Swashbuckling. Yeah, swashbuckling adventure movies. Films. Well, and I think like you get is that in- the same thing. It's is it an action film? Absolutely. I'm not going to I'm not going to uh like try to negate what an action film is. Yeah. I do think there are subgenres though of what an action film actually sure. is. And I, when when we get into like what I would say would be the 80s uh action films. Cuz uh one of the things I thought was interesting with Indiana Jones was that it was loosely based on James Bond. And when you think about oh, it, really? Yeah, um, so okay. So uh, they said Spielberg and Lucas paid homage to Bond-inspired style um, with Raiders of the Lost Ark. When you're looking at it with that kind of yeah, I can veil see, uh, yeah. over it, you can, yeah, see, I can it, see that lens. Right? Yeah. And is James Bond an action film? Absolutely. I would. That's, that's what it sure. is. So it's when you're looking at 1982 when these movies came out, because I, I do think they reference those three particular movies. Here yeah, in this. Uh, Buddy Cop. Yeah, the first Buddy Cop. The Rambo fil- film series, first First Blood, Forty Eight Hours, and then Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, it's set. There's the precedent that was set for like this new subgenre of what an action film is, and now everything's going to be derivative or building sure. on it. Because Forty Eight Hours is a great buddy cop movie. Lethal Weapon is, yeah. I mean, in many ways, a superior buddy cop movie. It's definitely less racist, but I mean, sure. I think Those yeah, were with, the times. with uh, Terminator in '84 and uh, yeah, Lethal Weapon '87. That's a little bit later than I thought. Than you thought? Than I thought, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Well, and they churned them out. I mean, so I think Lethal Weapon Two was '89. Yeah. Uh, yes, Lethal Weapon Two was '89. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting Under- to see, like, the because I have I have not seen Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Yeah. Since I was seven you know like mm-hmm. watching it on television so i didn't remember I, i've seen you predator. haven't really seen it <laughs> yeah I've, i saw predator many more times in between that time frame <laughs> yeah and so when i saw that that scene i was like my god that's that's exactly yeah that's what they're taking from there it's exactly what they're taking from. also done also in zoolander as well don't forget well, that yes we won't forget that but you can see what i'm saying though like movies right. being derivative right. like over time just to capitalize on what is <sighs> just uh, what would be a popular thing things become popular uh, things go in vogue and out of vogue westerns and uh it's just interesting to see the buckling how fast the progression was from these initial what this this genre of action movie 
like how how quickly it progressed from how how it progressed from forty eight hours to lethal weapon. Like I think is an interesting. Within five years, you get sure, yeah, a completely different style buddy cop movie. And I think it's like for the better. Well, totally. I, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that but, there's. I mean, there's some interesting things. Parts of uh, Forty Eight Hours. I, I'm having rewatched it recently. I'm just like, oh, geez, this is. It's. I mean, it's. It can be rough. But when Especially was another like, Forty Eight Hours put out? Uh, I want to say that was eighty eight. So they were like, let's tone this down. Ninety. Ooh. But that was in between the Beverly Hills Cop stuff. Oh golly! Which Beverly Hills Cop I would consider a buddy cop, a buddy cop movie. Well, with who would with Judge Reinhold? Yeah, and, yeah it's an ensemble guy. buddy cast. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah, it's clearly yeah. Eddie Murphy leading the way. God, but that theme—that's the best theme ever. Axel Foley. Yeah, the Axel Foley theme. Yeah. So good. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Do you like the Crazy Frog version of it? Were you happy when that like became like popular in the? Just one with uh, a the turn of the four on the floor backbeat and everything. Uh, oh, are you not familiar with the Crazy Frog? I'm sure I am. Is it the Jamaican uh, resort no. Crazy Frog? Oh no, no. This is like this is like a weird Euro, yeah, Euro techno. Yeah. Uh, I feel thing. like I when I said four on the floor, that's that's what I meant. Four on the floor. I don't. Was it boom 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 I mean, besides the band? Well, four on the floor, the band. That's all I can think about is four on the floor. floor. Is when you when your bass drum is just going one, two, three, uh, four, one, two, three, four. So that's the beat. Four called. on the floor, the band does that. They do. We opened for them in Des Moines, Iowa. No fooling. No fooling. I, really I had no idea who they were, but the band. No. I won tickets to see, uh, not Cohen. Uh, Oh no! What's the name? Not Leonard. Yeah, Leonard Cohen. No, Leonard not, Cohen? not Leonard Cohen. No. Is he the country? He's a songwriter. Is he the country guy? Who's the country? No, not Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen wrote "Hallelujah," right? Yeah. Uh, no, so. who's the guy? He's who, Canadian. Who's uh, uh? You never called me by my name. That's uh, 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 uh David Allen Coe. David Allen Coe. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. Leonard Cohen, David Allen Coe, L's and C's and O's in there. I mean, it's a whole thing. You've been off about more things. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I, for some reason, I won tickets to go see Leonard, not Leonard Cohen, David Allen Coe. David Allen <laughs> uh, Down at the casino. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, I don't know, I guess I'll take my brother. So me and my brother went down and watched a, to go watch Decrepit Old oh, Dave. It's sad. It's so sad. Wait, when? what year was this? I think you were, pra- I mean, this was, uh, I don't know. Was he sitting on a chair yeah, looking like said, Father Time? Yes. Then we were at the yeah. same show. Yeah, you were. I'm, I'm guessing you were running Spotlight, or no? I was just there as a. You patron. were just. You were just there. there as a patron. Mm-hmm. Did you get free tickets? Free tickets. Of okay. Course. All right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Anyhow, four on the floor. So I always like running into people that we, were, you know, we were at the same <laughs> show concert, at a yeah. time. It happened with a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, where we we were looking back and like the band Gym Class Heroes was a band where like, oh yeah, I really like them. Yeah, we, we saw them and uh, I'm like. Yeah, I, I remember they came through Iowa City when I was in college and, and and everything like that. And it was it was interesting because they came. It was that normal progression. Normally, what a band would do would be they toured the same area three times over the course of however many years. Sure, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully over like, making a circuit. Yeah, make it. Hopefully over like three to five years, you hit the same places three times within that time. Right. Frame. And every every time it gets bigger. And if you're yeah. doing that, then you're growing. Which sure. is great. Yeah. So did you experience that at all? Uh, we. 
different story. Um, so we we uh, we went to see this band the first time that they played to like seven Gym people. Class yeah, the like seven people. And I was it at Gabe's. It was at Gabe's. Yeah, <laughs> Gabe's Oasis. Gabe's Gorgeous. Oasis, friend of the show. But we went and saw them at uh, Gabe's Oasis. There were like seven, ten people in the show or in, in the audience. Yeah, nobody there. The next time that we saw them, there was a line, you know, outside oh. the door waiting to get in. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But anyway, our mutual friend, our buddy Cole, friend of the show, it was, uh, we, we figured out that we were at the same show together. You know, in, at Gabe's Oasis? Yeah, like, what, 15 years after the fact? Maybe 12 years after the fact? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I always like that. It's always fun to be like, it seems like a, I don't know, like a bad student art film. Yeah. Where you're like, our paths were all we meant to cross. Or a we really were... shitty episode of Community. Yeah, exactly. That was a shitty, I mean, That's I'm not true. like, I'm not, I'm. It's true. <laughs> I'm but we again... could, we could do the, that literal thing. Like Ugh. you, uh, you and I had a Dave and Alan Co show and our buddy Cole <laughs> with me and him at a Jim Cotts Hero show. Ugh. Oh, that was what show weird. were you and Cole at that you never, that you? Um, I don't know, probably like Gaelic Storm or something. <laughs> That's sad. You hate Gaelic Storm. I, I do. I do. It, they do have a weird, like, I don't cult know, following. What's the no? I want to say like spell on this on this town. They have a weird spell on a lot of places, but I mean, they also on, they're a fun show. They're fun. It's sure. fun. It's fun. Sure, they're there to have fun. You you go to have fun. Yeah, and that's and that's it. I have a real hard time with the hay bands, the bands that everything's leading up to just a hey, you know, and they're oh. not. Mumford and Sons falls under that category. There's a lot of bands that you know, the Lumineers fall under that category. Yeah. Um, and then when you get into like the the real Celtic, you know, Irish music. But they're they're Irish. I understand it. <laughs> I get it. I'm not faulting them for being Irish. I just remember like it's just it's it's so much the same song over and over again. And I'm like, I don't understand how you could like living in New England. I have no idea how you could hear that like stuff over right. and over again. I remember I my, my sister being like, the first time they came through, it was like a big deal. They are treated like rock stars in they the were, regions that they tour. They were the they were the band on like in Titanic below decks. They were that they were that music band. I'm like, oh, oh that's cool. Like, and then like a year and a half later, a year and a half later, like did the same. You know, like oh, hey, they came through town. All right, cool. And then one time, like. I got really drunk and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> went to their concert. I got drunk and then like I drank more Then I brought my flask mm-hmm. and I bought a Sprite and mm-hmm. just drank vodka and Sprite and, and then got kind of drunk. Mm-hmm. Ran into a professor. It was great. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, they're always coming through town, Gaelic Storm, and it's fine because it's. No, they come through everyone's town. By the way, do I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What the, I have no idea. Because guess what? I'm not following them on any social media it's, whatsoever. It's less to do with them as a band and more to do with the genre of music as a whole. Because oh. it's it's quite. I mean, it's traditional Irish folk music. Yeah. Set to the four on the floor, which is one, yes. two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah. And. They never played Axel Foley's theme, though. And then when you, you know, put it into the pop music sense, that's where you get the bands like Mumford and Sons, and which was for us when we were on the road, we we were not. We just fell under that umbrella, and falling under that umbrella is annoying because you're like, 
people just assume that you like that band. You're like, oh, yeah, like you guys, Mumford and Sons and everything with that. It's like, meh, not a big fan. Now I have to defend like the reasons why I don't like the band and everything. Or You can't you just know. nod your head and fucking move on. and I can be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. How far, like, how, how, oh, hey, by the way, just back up two seconds. Uh, four on the Floor opened up for David Allen Coe. That was the first time I that watched it. That was the it. reason why. That was the first time uh, <laughs> I, I saw Four on the Floor. Gotcha. And my brother fucking loves them. They're great. They're, you want to talk they about a party nice band? Guys. Great party band. And they have a wonderful song called I'm Drunk on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like really speaks to me. We, we were, uh, I mean, go back two seconds yeah. again to my story here. Like yeah. we, we, so you, when you opened for when them. we were in Des Moines, yeah, we were living in Des Moines and there's this, uh, bar that was opening up, I believe it was called like the gas lantern or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And what's that? Is we, that on Locust? I'm sure I remember. Yeah. Go no on. one listening cares. But, uh, when we were there, like, uh, we there's show a lot of people in Des Moines who care, Bobby, <laughs> we showed up and there was four bass drums on the, like yeah. on the floor and they're like, yeah. Oh, that's weird. What the fuck's going on? And they're like, "Well, you know, that's their this shit. is the band. This is the, what they're opening." We're like, "Okay, cool." So we opened up for them, and then they played, and it was like, "Oh, that's a, that was a great show." It was like this is probably two thousand nine, something like that. So okay. they really were they were just playing venues still and everything like that, not opening for David Allen Co. As they quickly <sighs> move on to do. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. Don't get me wrong. They're having four bass drums, kick drums, mm-hmm. on the floor is a shtick. But they did but, it well. But uh, I think it's a fun shtick. They did it I well. I mean, it's a good shtick. I don't remember hearing one hey the entire night. So, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I love that song, I'm Drunk on Tuesday. That's yeah. good. It's a really good one. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite drinking songs. It's a good <laughs> song. Uh, you, we've listened to that song yeah. together. Have we? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Couldn't make it halfway through the week. That's just a good, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good bit. <laughs> I, I also talk. We were talking about Blake Shelton. I don't know if that was off air or not. Uh, it was off pod. <laughs> uh, he has a great song called "The More I Drink." That's, the that's the more true. I drink, the more I drink, and that's just like, if I've had if I've had one, then I've had thirteen. There ain't no in between. The more I drink, the more I drink, the more I drink. I mean, it's, but it's fun. Like it makes alcoholism fun, <laughs> and that's what we like. <laughs> I I like fun alcoholism. Yeah. Not leaving Las Vegas alcoholism. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy that as well. I That's enjoy not fun alcoholism. It's not fun. I, my, I love movies that just make me feel like shit. Did you ever watch the end of uh, Everything Must Go? Yeah. yeah. Did you? Yeah. What'd you think of Everything Must Go? Uh, you know, I didn't. I don't like how just a slight redemption at the end. I don't know. That slight <laughs> redemption hurt you. It's like, eh, no, I just wanted to see somebody fucking implode. I mean, we got him imploding. I mean, we got him imploding pretty good. <laughs> He imploded pretty good. That's one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies. I mean, like, again, because it was so under the radar for for the the amount of like major motion pictures that he does, the, the like the get hards of the world or the downhills. Right. But then he's peppered in these little, you know, these little movies. Really? I mean, downhill downhill is a pretty I don't know. Did that just get swallowed by the pandemic? I think that just got swallowed by oh, the pandemic. I, I think I got shit on. But did it? I mean, trust me. A Will Ferrell, Julia Louise Dreyfus vehicle. I will root for that thing to the day I die. But it. Did you watch it? No. Y- no. No. I mean, it's sort of like. I mean, it's. Always- I mean, I watched uh, the house with him and Amy Poehler because I love both of them as much. But I mean, that was uh, that was rough. That? that was rough. That was rough. I I had a movie review program mm-hmm. before uh, my current program. Yeah, on television. And on television, people paid me mm-hmm. to talk about movies. 
with another dude, not Bobby, but another dude. Right. And uh, we like we'd was, still uh, be on the air if I was there. It was this, our second fucking episode, and we reviewed Get Hard, or it might have been our first. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It was just like this is. It's a bad movie. This is garbage. Mm-hmm. This is a bad movie, and I feel like an asshole for having to fucking sit through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that a first movie? I don't remember. It but, was a fucking rough. But but Will Ferrell, like when he can pepper in things. I mean, Stranger Than Fiction is. I would watch that movie any day of is the that week. Charlie Kaufman or not? I think it is. I think that's Charlie Kaufman. But uh, that, that guy can write a fucking movie. Everything. Uh, everything must go. Um. I love the the lack of fanfare that um, that uh, everything must go had. It was a independent release. No oh. one really. It just feels like it wants to be. Yeah, Zach Heim wrote Did that movie. Zach Heim do anything else? Well, we're gonna find out. Zach Helm, sorry. Yeah, give give him the credit he deserves. Oh, he w- uh, he wrote the Mister Mister McGorium's Wonder Emporium. Yep, that was fucking rough. Ooh, this guy's had a. So he had a good uh, early to mid two thousands, and that was it. And then everything else failed. Yeah, we'll see what Deep Water does. That's a. Is there somebody attached to Deep Water? Let's see. If some he wrote the screenplay for it. Ben Affleck. Oh well. A well-to-do husband. Sorry. Who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid divorce becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. Ooh, you know what's you know what's troubling there is the plurality of lovers, not lover. Well, yeah, because uh, he says to have his wife to have affairs in yeah. order, so multiple affairs. But the disappearance of mul- implies that more than one lover has disappeared. Yeah. So, it's just the English language. I mean, yeah. Yeah, don't kill more more than one. What was the, what was his uh movie that was very similar to this but the wife killed The Good Girl? Good no, Girl. Good, good, Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. Gone Girl. What a That was a good movie. That was a good movie. That was. Yeah. But that that that's all that reminded me of when you were reading that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are they just trying to make Gone Girl with more people that die now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can trust uh, Ben Affleck as a well-to-do. <laughs> <laughs> as a as a, a well-to-do husband that allows his wife to have affairs. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him mishandle Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so, uh, who are you, Anna de Armas? What else have you been in besides? This is the wife. Blade Runner. This is the wife that he allows to have affairs with. Oh, she was in Knives Out. She was the uh, she was the orderly, not orderly, but the. So wait, what Lady. was the what was the rationale? So it's a wife it allows his wife to have an affairs in order to avoid a, avoid a divorce. Yeah, he. Now, I'd would rather... you allow your wife to have a, an affair to avoid a divorce? If it means I'm going to lose half, I'm putting mm-hmm. on the mindset. Let's just get into the mindset. I am of, a hundred millionaire, uh-huh. and I don't have a good proper prenup, and yeah. That means that when I my when I kick my wife to the curb, mm-hmm. you lose half your shit. She's gonna take half my shit. You're Jeff Bezos in the situation. Yes, but yeah. he allowed his wife to walk away. He's like, anyway. you know, what? I'm just gonna let you. How about this? We'll continue to be married. I'm mm-hmm. gonna continue to pay for anything and everything you want. Mm-hmm. Go fuck as many dudes as you want. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be over here making my millions. 
Because um, it doesn't specify anything in this log line, as we've learned from past podcasts. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say that anything that he's fucking around on her. I'm just it implying. Just a well no, that we're just like we're gonna have an open relationship. Is that what it would be? Yeah, we're just we're open now. You do your thing. I'm You're a trophy my, wife. I'm, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna bang a couple secretaries. Okay. And uh, at the end of the day, we'll just write each other checks, and that way we don't have to deal with lawyers. Hmm. I don't want to deal with a lawyer right now. Could you do that? Could you do that? Like, if you're in the mindset of, like, you're you're writing this script, you're yeah. writing this character. Yeah. Oh yeah. You could be like, okay, we're just we're in a completely financial relationship. Yes. I mean, this essentially, is, this uh, this has become a financial transaction. I've done the math, mm-hmm. and it makes more sense for me to just go bang some side piece because I'm not looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be out, you know. Would the love with your significant other be there still like, i don't think so i'm guessing no i'm guessing that that part would have to die th- the love is lost right is what the kids say so wouldn't the twist in without taking anything well away from zach helm here <laughs> i don't want like the screenplay is written oh, there's a novel there's right? a novel here oh, well, uh, patricia oh. highsmith, highsmith here um has written this that. but w- w- wouldn't the uh the finding of love in this open relationship kind of lead to a new path like if you oh maybe yeah. if she found love before he found love that would lead to the disappearance of her lovers or something like that or if, other than that like why yeah. would, if you've agreed to it then why would you i mean if she, i mean if i mean if he you know this goes back to the the gone girl thing because he becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers yes. now is she killing her lovers is this the same fucking movie just with multiple people dying instead of her or the one person dying well, he, or the wife being gone. But don't really spoil <laughs> Gone Girl, Bobby. People haven't watched it yet. It's really good. It's a ten-year-old movie, Bobby. People haven't watched Gone Girl yet. <laughs> Sorry for everyone that hasn't it's watched. Got gone a Girl. great twist, folks. But is it the same movie? No. Is it slightly the same movie? No. Well, I mean, so she's out there like just killing people for sport because she hates her husband and hates her life. Uh, I guess. That's I'd, a, a. I'd watch it. I'd that's it stupid shot. enough. I don't, uh, well, right. I'd, I'd give that premise a thought, uh, a shot. Mm, I guess maybe. Why not? I don't, I don't know. There's, well, you like seeing people in uh, in despair and making um, shitty situa- making right. shitty decisions. I, I, I feel like there's only a handful of options here that, like, I, agree with I that. can suss out. Yeah, I can put together f- the three or four movies. That comes out of that log line. Yeah, I can see those, and that's because, I, that's and because of that, I'm not that interested. Well, <laughs> you know, I like I can't. That's what I'm trying to get into, though, with like the the character of it of what this movie would be. Like, if you're if you're writing this character, there's only so many ways you can go, really. That, right. Like, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, so if you're if if you've come to this conclusion, if you're living in this world, there's only so many things you can do. There's only three or four movies out of that log line. Mm-hmm. That I can come up with, you know, a, a guy lives in an uh, on, in apartment in a in a city block, and all of the bodega on the block, all the owners of the bodega keep getting killed, and he becomes a prime suspect. I can that's like that takes a little longer to develop. I mean, that could be like there's a gazillion movies that I can well, be made out of. Because what this is what 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 this is showing is that there has to be the admission that they were in a r- open relationship that allowed her to because otherwise why would he the, be the prime suspect that that's what i'm saying like, well the, i mean they so the police know 
the police know that, that they are the, the guy is getting killed, banged his wife. Yep. And because of that, of course, that's they're going to go. That's the prime suspect. Yeah. Yep. And that's I, I. And that's. I don't care. It depends on how it's uh, how it's uh, played out. It, it could be it, re- if it. It, it feels this, like there's a Gone Girl twist in here that would because Gone Girl, uh, would you I, would agree, was I, a good movie, right? Yeah, and I'm telling you right now that I the twist is that she's killing him, like because she's like trying to. I think there's a double uh, twist. Affect some kind of control, or do you no think? They're, do you think they're murdering them together? Is that? I mean, is that the other? If you haven't seen Gone Girl, just take a you know take the headphones off or whatever and just walk away. Yeah, but. No, I, I would think that there's a, a double twist where she she maybe was murdering them, but then she has to uh, cover it up with him, with his help. Like, they have to figure it out together. There's some kind of, like, coming together, uh, figuring you think it they're out together. Him. Okay. Not that they're killing them together, that they have to get out of it together because it's mutually beneficial for them to get out of it together. Um, so then how does he become... The question is, how does he become the prime... I... I have not read Zach's screenplay or Patricia's novel, but I, that's that's what it's. It seems too obvious that she's just killing them and he has to get out of it. Because I agree, that's a that's a garbage movie. But the reason why Gone Girl is a good movie is because there's a double twist in if the movie. I know anything. Well, hear what I said. Hollywood goes with the garbage. It goes easily with the garbage. Okay, let's pull up Adrian Lin, who's directing this picture. Hollywood goes with garbage, but there also has to be like a little bit of a story. In I guess we don't have a runtime because it's not done yet. But what else is the hmm. man made flash dance? Fatal Attraction, Jacob's Dad Ladder. Yeah, this is a double twist movie. Indecent Proposal. Yeah, this is a double t- unfaithful. This is a double twist movie. I will say it right here. Yeah, there's two twists. I don't know, man. Have you seen Unfaithful? unfaithful? Uh, is that the one with uh, Beyonce? No, it's the one with uh, what's her Beyonce and the blonde Richard Gere and uh, oh Diane Lane. Double mm. twist. This guy's he's a double twister. He's that's a double twister. That's what you're saying. Indecent proposal. That's not a double twist. Jacob's ladder. I have never seen Jacob's ladder. It's about fatal attraction. Is a, d- a double twist. Um, no, it's not. Yeah, she's just crazy. It's a double twist. I don't know if that's technically a double twist. Mm. Now, Flashdance. Best double twist movies. Let's go for is it. Is that is that your favorite uh, Irene Cara song? Flashdance is not a double twist movie, by the way. I'm just going to say it right out. Flashdance is not a double twist movie. Nine and a Half Weeks is not. Hey, I don't know. I don't think I've ever watched that movie with Mickey Rourke. Nine and a Half Weeks? Yeah. No, I just know the the cover. Mm. Mm. Did we come up with a new term? I don't think. Yeah, here, epic double plot twists. Okay. Oh, that's explained. Uh, sure. I mean, let's 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 try. Let's see let's, if they got some examples. Looper is a friend of the show, so. Mm. Uh, is the others the the prestige? The prestige, I would say, is a double twist. Do you like the prestige? I would watch the prestige right now. Yeah, yeah, just because of David Bowie. Uh, no, but I would I would watch it because it's it's one of those movies I've seen within the last ten years. Uh, I hope so. When did it come out? I thought it came out in the early two thousands. Oh nine! No, hold on. This was between 
Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, I want to say. I want to say that was that movie. Or is it? No. I was going to say, I thought this was, or was this earlier. Between, was this between Batman Begins and... and uh, just go Christopher Nolan. No. No. Go, go the Prestige. Ugh. Why? Because we... Oh, 2006. Oh, six. Oh. Yeah, you're wrong. I'm, I'm all wrong. You're wrong. What was the movie? Oh, he did Inception between Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, so the... Christopher Nolan. I would watch the Prestige at yeah, and it, yeah. You could turn it on. It's like a movie that would just be like, yeah, I'm gonna watch the rest of this. I guess we're doing this now. Yep. Is that a double twist movie? I would say um, sure. Sure. And the jump scare at the end. Uh, that's dumb. Friday the Thirteenth has a killer mom and killer jump scare. Yep. Don't ruin. People need to know what we're talking about. Usually, we're talking about a double twist. Okay. I don't think that's a double twist. It's a shitty jump scare at the end. Double twist. The usual suspect is a what's good the example. Double, what's the double twist? That he is uh, Pablo Escobar or what? The, no, not Pablo Escobar. Uh, uh, what's the bad guy? Kaiser Soze. <laughs> Kaiser Soze. Yeah, that Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Soze. If you, th- you where's the, where's the movie? that's one twist. No, the, where's the other twist? The twist is his story that he's telling, and you believe that at the very. It, that's the twist. No, that's. The, There's a twist of him telling the story. Of him, That's of not you, the twist. You believing the story and then coming out at the very end that he was at. I mean, that's a twist. I see what you're saying. That's just a twist. That ain't no double twist. Mm. There's a reason that we can't find anything on double twist because. This is the whole thing. This this article <laughs> is called Epic Double Plot Twist Explained. I'm, I'm not seeing a lot. Uh, Wicker Man. Uh. I'm not going to stand behind frailty. I need to go back and rewatch frailty. Uh, Didn't you just rewatch frailty? I've watched it within the last five years. Yeah. Um, it, the dad's crazy. I mean, I don't think it is. I, uh, yeah. Get out. Gave us the perfect horror movie ending. I don't understand what they're, uh, what they're trying to get the greatest at. Greatest plot twist of all time. Anyway. Is that, wh- uh, is that I think, is that, uh, sorry for bothering you? It might be. <laughs> that was the great, I loved watching that with you. That was, that was rough. That was a great. It wasn't a double twist. That was Army Hammer, by the way. It was? Yeah. Hmm. What I'm saying, though, is that there's, I think there's more, I think Gone Girl is a, a good double twist, though. Like that is a, yeah. a good example of she's gone now she's back and now that she's back now they have to figure it figure out. it out yeah and live with it I think that's all it is I mean it's not like uh, you need two things that are two things that are uh like revealed to the audience they're just we have this one objective she's gone we think she's dead we the think he gone. killed her we think Ben Affleck killed her. And then we return, she returns, and then she's basically blackmailing Ben Affleck into living the perfect life. That's the little double twist. I mean, that's all you're talking about. What a twist. I mean, I, I don't know. it doesn't take much. I mean, it's not like everyone has to be Bruce Willis and dead, you know, in The Sixth Sense. But I'm saying. Don't ruin The Sixth Sense. People haven't seen it yet. But I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't. I feel uh, like you're just trying to be a, a dick here. I am not trying to just be a dick. I think that I'm not seeing the double doubleness. In that movie, Gone Girl, 
it, I'm gonna have to you go through girl, half through the movie and you're like Ben Affleck killed yeah. his wife yeah right yeah, right and then she comes back yeah okay and then it's like oh my god she's back yeah he didn't kill her wow that's the twist and no and then it's oh they have to live now they have to that's live together that's the twist at the end yeah so there's this just this sleight of hand i don't know you need do you need another term for it is that what it is I, no i don't think so I guess. i'm just trying to think of some other good examples of it and how i can relate it to deep water well i think when deep water comes out we'll definitely be when able we to. when deep water comes out in august we'll go to the movie theater we'll, we'll go to just the, sit down with our popcorn with our popcorn and we'll just watch it and i'll be like see this is the first twist <laughs> the oh and this is, you're gonna say we're gonna take notes and gonna take you're notes. gonna write down when you think the first twist happens and then and then the, when the second twist happens mm-hmm. and we'll write them down and we'll compare notes. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> That's sounds like a horrible fucking idea, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, double twists. I mean, yeah, there's an article written about it. Uh, Epic double plot twist explained. I'm now not, I'm not going to defend the article cause I'm not going to have to sit here and read the fucking article. No, you're not going to, nobody wants to sit here and read this bullshit looper article, but don't say it doesn't exist. Mm, doesn't it though? I don't know. D- do you have a favorite plot twist? Do I have a favorite plot twist? Yeah, besides uh besides Gone, Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. <laughs> God, you're sitting here defending Gone Girl so much. <laughs> you're such a dick. Uh n- not that I can think of off the top of my head. No. What about Waterworld? Did you like that plot twist? What's the plot twist in Waterworld? Tell me, you Mr. Plot Twist expert here. <laughs> what's what's the plot twist? No, there's twist? no plot twist. The, oh, that, that there is mutant? that there is dry land. That there is dry land. Is that a plot twist? Or is that just like resolution of a story? <laughs> or is it a plot twist? <laughs> That's it. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's calling me Mr. Plot Twist over here, but really, I'm just pointing out resolutions of storylines. That's <laughs> and that's and that's it. Really, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't have a good plot twist. I don't. It's hard to think of things on the top, you know, on the fly. Right. And that's what this whole podcast is about, is just us just talking mm-hmm. on the fly. Yeah. Because we have no agenda. Look at you. Coming in here. Wow. I'm Having never listened to No Agenda Podcast <laughs> at all. I try, I'm, you know, I'm I'm caught up on podcasts. That's, you are? Yeah, I'm totally. You should give it a shot. Yeah, maybe. It takes a, it, there's, there, you're entering a world, so. Kind of like when people listen to us, they're like, you got to understand what the fuck you're getting yourself into. Listen, when they start talking about Mr. Duck, they're really talking about the global pandemic. They uh, have their inside jokes for sure. I mean, there's inside jokes, but uh, you pick up on them pretty quickly. Yeah. I know. I've been, luckily, I've been able to sneak in a couple books mm-hmm. back and forth. That's which, nice. I mean, which is good. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying listening to books. Mm-hmm. Just listen to one called Strange Labor. Okay. How many twists were in Strange Labor? I guess one. Not plot resolution, just. Yeah, no. So like, just out of nowhere, out of nowhere, people just fucking walk off. Okay. They just walk off and they start just digging, like weird concentric mazes. Sounds garbage. And we follow a, a girl who's just uh. Who hasn't been affected by this? Okay. So like, and then like children, once they reach a certain age of puberty, they just they too get 
bleary eyed and just walk off and just start digging. Okay. I mean, and, and she's just traveling the West, okay. uh, just traveling the world. Set in modern day times? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, and then just a, a gal just uh, working, uh, just riding, walking along, riding her bicycle. Have you finished this book? Yeah. Uh, I mean, so the twist. Spoil is, it for me, please. The, the twist is that. Give me um, some reason to make this entertaining. It's it's people with like um, like bad neurological diseases mm-hmm. don't get called into the diggings. Uh, and okay. they and, and they never explain the diggings. They never explain. So everybody's just having their own theories. And nothing gets explained, which I'll fucking I love that. Just I don't want to know why. I don't need to know why. For some reason, the world has like gone fucking mm-hmm. nuts because there's no way. We but can what's re- the point then? What's the point of? They don't know. What, no, 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 no. What's the, the point of the the reading the book? Oh no, just to follow one person's journey through through the world. So give me the resolution. What happens to her? Um. She realizes she's going crazy. Like she's schizophrenic in that. Okay. I mean, she, like it's all real, but she starts seeing people and, and stuff like that. And, you know, her, she had, like traveled for a while with a, with an uh, epileptic person. So people with epilepsy and, and, and stuff like that, they're mm. the ones that don't get called off. So it's <laughs> like a, it's an analogy towards like, I don't know, every, everyday life. Is that what I'm gathering? I like I, I don't think so. Like, I, what's the point of the fucking book then? That's just like just it's almost not slice of life, but <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's like I don't know. There, there was a little bit too much. Like, you know, I am a writer. I am trying to make flowery, yeah. fucking prose about bullshit. That's what I. That's what I'm gathering. It's a lot better. But than I would consider like a a film school. Uh film. no, I mean yeah. And listen, what happens? What happens when ninety nine percent of the world just goes off? And like literally just making gigantic like grooves in the ground. Right. But the, to the point of with, with the story though, if, if it's the point of the story is just to say that like people with mental disorders oh, are no. the only ones that don't do it. Is that just like no, a weird analogy? I don't, I don't like think so. How, how they live in the world. Like we go off and do our things. I, I think it's more of, okay, everybody in the world goes like off just mm-hmm. walks off and does society stops. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the reason for it? Uh, I don't know. What, why are they doing it? I don't know. Uh, so what would happen? Well, I just try to like walk around try to keep finding food and just keep, you know, you know, living life. How would I continue to live life with, you know, everybody got wiped out? Well, we can't just do it like where everybody gets a disease and dies like the stand or, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, what, what can we do? I don't know. I, I think I enjoyed it more than there was a book called The Wander Wanderers. Yeah, it was called The Wanderers. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember who wrote it, and it was an absurdly long fucking book. It seems like this goes nowhere. By the way, oh, like, oh no, like it, I mean, it, it's just it's a it's a woman just walking through walking through the world. Yeah, walking through an empty world and trying to and surviving, and that's it. Not like trying to get some kind of deep resolution you know she's just walking but the walk happens. um i mean she meets people she walks along i mean <laughs> she there's meets there is no there is not like no there is not some grand plot yeah there's no, no there, there's no point to the story no it's just uh i mean i'm sure there's a point i'm i'm sure no it's just you know somebody the just, writer has some grandiose you know idea. there is a there is a little bit like you know 
a little bit too flowery language, mm. a little bit, you know. And I'm like, it's it's fine. I'll ignore that. How I, many uh, film school uh, like movies did you watch? Like how many like people uh, that you went to school with where they're like, we're going to show you our movie, and then uh, it was way too over the top, and you're like, I, I get that you're trying to say something. I get that you're yeah. taking yourself way too seriously. Not that much. Cause oh, we, like, I experienced it quite a bit. So I mean, so with me, my education, it was much more about nuts and bolts, and yeah. and not like film, not making films. We yeah. weren't there to make films. Yeah. I mean, we produced news, we made yeah. documentaries, we made yeah, you know, media stuff, stuff that you can like you yeah, <laughs> not use. like I think I'm the Martin Scorsese, and uh, that's yeah. why no. I'm here at the University of Iowa, by the way, and uh, yeah, that's no. When you're describing this to me, that's all I'm seeing is like someone that's yeah. It's actually it's an allegory towards uh you know actually the the you know the disenfranchised of the world and it's like can you imagine like living in a world where there's mental you have a mental illness and everyone else is just going to a job and they're just going and they're just basically doing like there might be some of that but I oh they're just doing the cookie cutter thing they just go about the job it's basically like digging a hole and digging a maze and that's all they do like that's all yeah. they do and then like they're the only sane people in the world they're the only people that don't do that can you imagine like if you just reverse the script right. a little bit can you just imagine if they did that a little bit like just imagine if they reverse the script yeah i just ignored all that i mean yeah. if that, that i guess that could be the case oh, I, I, from what you've uh, described that's all I. that's not what i i just cared about like how would i survive if nothing fucking worked anymore how would i walk through just an empty world and I thought that, and I thought that was much more interesting. I, mm -hmm. I enjoyed that because yeah. I've thought about that. And I, mean, I, I guess I just I mean, can't get that's. Over I mean, that's something I've. I mean, the whole mental illness part of it is, it's so low level. It's not. It's not there. She taught. I mean, like the, her, the epileptic friend. Like that was, you know, they talked about that mm -hmm. a little bit, but it wasn't really. Like I said, the twist was that you know she is schizophrenic, and like that's revealed in like the last like two chapters not even but i'd listen to no agenda <laughs> i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot more than the wanderers the wanderers was uh, the wanderers or the wanderers the wanderers okay good i don't just want to send people I, yeah because they're wandering like just out yeah. of nowhere just people start walking okay just get up out of their bed yeah and just start walking uh what was the m night Shyamalan movie where trees no <laughs> Where uh, people just started killing themselves. Yeah, that was yeah, with the trees, the plants. The plants were killing them. Yeah, what was the movie called? <laughs> the movie That's was what I'm called. Asking. I don't fucking remember. What is it? The called? happening. The happening. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't we? Didn't we agree that that was a shitty device back then? <laughs> like, oh no, yeah. just because something is in the air. Oh uh, yeah. So anyway, people start getting up and they start walking. And if you try to stop them, here's the best part. If you try to stop them, <laughs> hold on. Okay. They just explode. He says this is the best part. They just explode. Like if you try to stop, them. if you like physically restrain them, okay, they will literally just explode. Okay, so they just let them walk, and then at the same time that happens, like there's like a thousand people just walking. At the same time that happens, a mass pandemic happens, and people start dying from the white nose flu or whatever. I can't remember what it was called because mm -hmm. people get little crusties, little white crusties on their nose. Okay. And uh, then, what if two people that are walking just run into each other and refuse? No, they to just join. They, they join the group. They like no, they, they, they heard up. But if they stop, they, they technically would stop. Did they both explode? Uh, no, because they, they hurt. They're hurt. They're, they become like. The, but if two, they become a, a hurt. So in all of the people walking, 
no, there's never been a situation where two people walk directly no. into each other and then they just keep like no. walking into each no. other over and over again, technically coming to a stop and then exploding. No? No, that didn't happen. Okay, cool. I, that's a good question. Though, all how right, they no, all came sorry. from left, right. And then in the so. meantime, like right wing extremists. As 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 society collapsed, there's the agenda as, coming in. Like, and it was so fucking heavy-handed. It was oh, man. like these white supremacists had like tanks and like full like arsenals mm-hmm. and shit. And like at the beginning of every chapter, he would have like you know Fox News. You know, here like here's a thing of Fox News saying this, and it's like, oh, I can't believe all these. You know, this is some kind of yeah. you know this is some kind of plot by the Democrats and libtards, and like it's just like. This is so fucking dumb. So fucking heavy handed. And it was like. Well, like I told you about that book. My wife 28 was, hours long. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I'm like, why the fuck is this this long? Mm-hmm. This is so dumb. Well, because because it hits all the bullet points that people will buy. I mean, as far as it was fucking rough. I don't know why anybody I like, like, why am I fucking still listening to this? That's what I'm asking. And I'm you're just describing it to me for the last five minutes. And I'm like, why the hell <laughs> why, would you? Why, why am I still you, talking? Why? Why would you keep listening to this thing? I did, because, I don't know. And at the end of the day. This could be a podcast. I'm so sorry. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. We really appreciate it. We do. And uh, be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Google, give Amazon. Us give, give us a, us a rating. rating. Please. Just, just do it. And then, uh, you know, Send us anything you want at TCBA underscore podcast or this could On be a Twitter. podcast. Yeah, or this could be a podcast at gmail.com. That's an email. That's an email. Yeah, um, we're also on the Facebooks. Nathan, what's your address in case they want to send you My mail? address? Okay. If you want to write me a letter, okay. I'm not going to tell you because I don't like stalkers. <laughs> but you can stalk us on the old Facebooks. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on, I don't know, other stuff as well. We can be. Just tell us what you want to be us to be on, and we'll just be on tell it. me what you actually want, and we'll do it. Please, thank you, guys.